You are listening to Easily Influenced, a weekly show where we unpack the latest in influencer news and digital culture. This show is brought to you by Cork, the UK's leading influencer intelligence and digital trend forecasting agency. I'm Lucinda, Cork's food and travel editor and unofficial drag expert. I'm Chloe, Cork's fashion and beauty editor, obsessed with the deepest, darkest corners of fandom. And I'm Jennifer, Cork's culture editor and YouTube enthusiast. On today's show, we'll be discussing the royals who launched a YouTube channel, the online personality who quit music, and the YouTuber who placed fifth in his bid to become London mayor. But first, our weekly recommendations. So this week, I have been loving... So obviously, Trisha Paytas is known for all sorts of videos but not really known for her cooking but she started recently in like this journey um towards happiness and being mentally sound um this like cooking with Trish series and she can't cook as in she didn't know how to use a potato peeler or like (laughs) hold a knife properly and when she like eats chicken she doesn't know how to use a knife and fork so she just cuts it with like a fork so like this is the standard that we're dealing with but it's really, really nice. And she has made like she makes really basic food. She's just like, these are my favorite foods. And most of the time it's just buttered noodles or fried chicken. Um, and she did mac and cheese and she's done um, like chicken parmigiana. Um, and she uses recipes from another one of my favorite food YouTubers, Binging with Babish. And I'm obsessed with him. And it's like very comforting to know that she's also obsessed with him. And like just watching her try and do these recipes. It's not like I'm making fun of her or laughing at her. It's Mm. like, it's just, it's nice. It's like a real change from like normal cooking shows where everyone like knows how to chop really quickly. And it's just refreshing to watch someone who doesn't know how to like chop an onion, but it's still doing it. And that's the point is that anyone can cook. So they sound so far from her like usual chaotic vibes. I can imagine that being quite nice it's it's really comforting and it's lovely to see for her as well and to like see this journey she's gone on from being like absolutely very wild and unhappy as well to like now being in a stable relationship in her own house doing what she wants to do and surrounding herself with good people and that includes now cooking for herself and I'm here for it so anyone who wants to like just watch that journey as well as find inspiration to start cooking no matter what your ability i think it's a great series i love that a wholesome addition yeah so what have you guys been watching so i need to tell background to my first <laughs> so do you remember that podcast that i told you guys about that crying on main street one the like the goth disney one i was listening mm. to like old episodes of that the other day and they interviewed robert welsh who i don't even know who james welsh is he's his like better known brother he's like a makeup guy he's basically like the uk's Hiram. And Robert Welsh is his brother, and I think maybe his twin brother. Either that or they just look like the same person. But he also does beauty content. Then I found out from that interview that he also worked at Disney World like I did. And then also his beauty content is like based around like horror stories. So it was like three things I loved coming together as one person. And now I'm just obsessed with him. So basically all I've been watching is everything he's ever done or made. And I love him. I want him to be my friend. Why not make this your public appeal right now? I did it with Kim Joy and we know how that worked out. (laughs) Please, Robert, message me. Oh my gosh. I've just been just been watching just really random things, but one thing I will recommend is again Judy Adenuga. She has this like 
I wouldn't say weekly. It's kind of like whenever she feels like it. She just kind of like posts like a music playlist on Instagram or IGTV rather. And it's just pretty much like a collection of songs that she's she likes and just like basically song recommendations. And in the videos, it's not just like, oh, okay, I like this song or I like that song. It's like, oh my God, I love this song. It gives me this, it gives me that. And then she starts dancing in the mirror to herself. And it's just like, <laughs> it, just give, it just gives, you know, the energy that you kind of want to listen to when someone recommends a song to you, which is what I kind of value when people recommend songs. Because I kind of want to know what you're feeling and what vibe the song is on rather than just like, oh, this is a good song. So, yeah. That sounds perfect. Yeah, it's Especially, great. like, I never know what, like, songs to listen to as well. So I think that's really good for people who aren't very good at finding new music by themselves, i.e. me. <laughs> yeah, and it's just very, like, vast. It's not just one genre. It's, like, different types. But, yeah, it's called the JA List. And she has a Spotify playlist with all of it there for anyone oh who God. wants to listen to the it. JA so. List? That's you. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is that me. Is you. <laughs> She stole it. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's my twin. Well, she's not really my twin, but <laughs> I love her energy. Like, it's just crazy. But yeah, I would definitely recommend um, checking out the Spotify playlist as well. I love that. Oh, wow. So moving on to um, this week's headlines. In his latest YouTube video, Chunks announced that he is quitting music for good. Um, due to strengthening his connection with um, his religion. And for those of you who might not know, he is Muslim. And in Islam, music is seen as haram, which means um, forbidden or unlawful. So he has been recently, I guess, just kind of going stronger with his religion and just sort of realised that he kind of wants to take a step back from music and, yeah, no longer do music, which is really interesting because... He was really, really passionate about music. Um, it was something he really wanted to do. Even in his intro, he does that whole like singing thing. Um, and just everyone knows him for music. But it is interesting to kind of like, you know, see someone take such a kind of important decision, I guess. Um, and realizing like, okay, I need to, I need to make this decision for my religion, for my faith um, and take a step back. And I really, really respect him for that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I just think it's a great sort of influence and conversation that I've just never seen on YouTube before, especially in regards to Islam. So it was a really lovely video to watch as well. And for him to sit down with his fresh, is it Sharky? Yes, Sharky. And for them to like to discuss it as friends as well, because it was a really deep and personal subject, obviously, to him. And then for like the way that they spoke about it together, it was really chill. It was really like meaningful as well, but it was still easy for someone if you're not muslim to listen to and to understand Mm. um and he does have a really beautiful voice and i think he's going to try and he's going to try and take take the his music his music down yeah to be taken down oh wow yeah so he like urged people to stop um streaming his music because he just doesn't want to like he sees it now as money coming from music as sort of sinful and he doesn't want that in order for obviously like Mm. to reach where you want to reach um in your faith in your religion so yeah, he's been urging people to stop listening and streaming to his music, which a lot of musicians have actually been doing recently. Um, but that's besides the point. But yeah, and I felt sorry for him because he said he just released like a song with this other UK artist, like, and it was around like near Ramadan, which is obviously very special and holy mm-hmm. in itself. Um, and then like 
to just kind of come to that realization like, okay I, I don't want to do music anymore but you've just released a song like mm. I can only imagine how mentally and spiritually that must have like been on him it must um, have been a really tough choice like he said it didn't he he was offered a seven-figure deal yeah like yeah. to turn a seven-figure it's literally like those questions people ask like would you do this for this much money yeah it was a real life version of that that's so difficult yeah honestly and he was offered as well did KSI offer to do a track with him as well and he had to turn it down yeah which he said again was really hard but I suppose for him it's all a part of his like spiritual journey is being able to confront these offers and then turn them down yeah he was saying it's all part of like not it's like I don't know these obstacles that you have to like overcome to then reach peak spirituality and then also I found I found what he said about like I didn't realize Drake follows him yeah he does Drake Drake follows everyone and anyone that lives in the UK. And I'm like, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, oh, what an honour, but actually, no, he not. just like, he like begs our culture. So he just like follows everyone. Like I actually went through the other day when I watched, um, after I watched that Chunks um, video, I was actually like intrigued. I was like, okay, who else does he follow? And he just follows like all these like really small, like UK creators. And I'm just like, leave us alone. Like, I know, I'm trying you. to poach everyone. Yeah like oh what can I steal today exactly what can I appropriate (laughs) today and I did think it was funny that he was like it'd be really really hard it'd be the ultimate test um if Drake was then to come forward and be like hey do you want to work on a song with me and he'd be like oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah he was like begging Drake he was like (laughs) he was like Drake please please don't contact me (laughs) yeah like don't ask me to be on a song with you but But I love this journey that he's on. I think it's really refreshing as well for someone who's gotten so big and has all these opportunities available to them to actually be able to take a step back and like focus on like the wellness and like of themselves and like their own spiritual journey rather than focusing just on like money and like how much they can do. Yeah. Not that like it's a bad thing to do those things if that's what you want to do, but also I just thought it was a really different conversation, especially for the type of content he usually creates for him to like sit down and properly address it rather than just like say just not doing music anymore yeah. and like keeping it personal mm. to himself like he didn't have to make this video but he did and like reading the comments as well obviously he does have a lot of Muslim followers and they were all there like obviously supporting him but he also had loads of support from all of his other followers who I don't know are non-Muslim um I thought that was just really nice as well like the support he has from his audience like no one was in the comments being like oh that's horrible like why are you doing that like Mm. doesn't make sense I don't understand like and I think that just bears testimony to his like the loyalty of his audience and also how the relationship he has with them where he's like okay I respect my audience so I'm gonna sit down and explain this Yeah, yeah I agree and I think as well it just kind of like a lot of people were saying in sort of like the Muslim and Somali kind of space on Twitter, um, I think it just adds to how much of a great influencer he is and sort of the definition of what it actually takes to be an influencer. Because I feel like it's hard enough to sort of come to that realisation, but to also put yourself out there. It's just as important, especially when, you know, there's not that many Somali Muslim influencers that are big like they're on his level at all or in mainstream media. So I think it's just really great for, you know, people who sort of can relate to him in that sense. So I really do rate and respect him for that. We love you, Chunks. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) You can message us as well. (laughs) 
So moving on to William and Kate, who they might be the, the YouTubers we asked to message us next week. Who knows? Oh, God. Um, so last week, they obviously announced they're launching their first YouTube channel. I don't really still understand what's going to be on it. Like, I saw someone tweet, like, I can't wait for Kate's first, like, she and Hall. I wonder what she's going to buy. <laughs> I just, the whole thing really does cringe me out a lot. So Same. the first video was watched by more than 3 million people, but then obviously received over 11,000 dislikes, <laughs> which I feel like was just most people just not even watching the video, just being like, I dislike the concept of this. Yeah. I just don't understand who the audience is. Neither do I. The nation is the audience. <laughs> the unwilling nation. The commonwealth. The commonwealth. I just don't want to watch it. I mean, obviously I don't have to watch it, but I'm just saying like, I don't, in my mind, the audience is like a very, very specific kind of person. And I don't think there is enough of that specific kind of person to warrant a whole YouTube channel. I agree with you. And also, I just feel like they're just copying like Megan and Harry. It feels mm. like Megan and 100%. Harry are doing so much creatively. You know, they've got their podcast coming. They've even got like their own podcast studio. And it's sort of like, you know, the generation that is sort of tapped in digitally are like, you know, we love Meghan and Harry. Mm. So it's like, oh, well, okay, well, we're still here. Let's see what we can do. We're still young. We're still youthful. Let's launch a YouTube channel. (laughs) But no one cares about you because we all know, Prince William, that you are the one that said the comment about baby Archie. Yeah. So so you can can try and do as much to rectify that situation, but the sort of audience that you're looking for are not looking for you or your content. Yeah, I feel like they're just trying to poach some of the some of the Harry and Meghan uh, supporters because they're not popular with younger generations at at all. all. Because unfortunately, with this whole like, I mean, I feel like before Harry and Meghan, maybe people just didn't really care about them rather than having any sort of explicit opinion on them. But now since this like rift between them, people have taken sides. Yeah. And it seems like anyone over the age of maybe... 34 is William and Kate maybe even later yeah, yeah but then I, anyone younger is like I don't know anyone who is pro like William and Kate in my circle no I don't I just imagine like if they'd had the YouTube channel after the Oprah interview had come out like when people make those YouTube videos like speaking <laughs> my truth <laughs> like, the yeah. like this would we have seen an apology video? Would we have seen an admission video? Who knows? The truth, full the, stop. It would be something truth. very dramatic like that. And I would watch that, actually. Oh, I would 100% watch that. No, that would be really funny. But the thing is, is that it's not, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be quite, no. it's going to be quite stiff, but in like a way where they're going to try and be relatable, but also like we're still royals. Like yeah. then it's like, yeah. it's like they're in trying to be relatable, it's just proving how much they're not if that makes sense yeah Yeah. I don't even think they're gonna really try too much with creating content I feel like it's just gonna be like more like newsy stuff or like documenting like the events they go to or like the charity Mm. stuff that they do which you know for people who go on YouTube that's not very engaging like that's not engaging content so I'm intrigued to see like how their views are gonna sort of map out in the future yeah, I imagine it should just be like a BBC News feature cut down to about 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. 
which mm. no one's asking for. No, I think it's going to be mostly royalist people watching. I mean, America used to have like a really great obsession with them, but I wonder if now they don't because... Mm, I reckon they don't. Of how they've treated yeah. Meghan Markle. Yeah. I can't see them engaging with like Prince William and Kay at all. The people I imagine engaging with it are sat decked out and like <laughs> head to toe Kath Kudson and... <laughs> They have one of those Emma Bridgewater mugs and they've sat down for their tea and they're going to watch that video and they'll send it over Facebook to that mm, aunt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. That's then. fine. But I'm not sure that that was the aim of this YouTube channel. And I think that mm. they're going to find that the reason they started this, i.e. to connect with younger younger members of the nation, um, is, is, is not going to work. Um, I feel like they're a little bit scared for when William becomes king that no one's going to like him by that point. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Maybe if they made the channel with kids, I would watch that. They wouldn't. But if it was just like Prince George living his life. Oh, I would, I would love a day in I the life video. A day in the life video of each George, Charlotte and Louis. Oh my God, I would I love to Louis. see. <laughs> the views would be insane. It would be like... Maybe the first like billion viewed like day in the life sort of video that's like not a music video. I'd watch that endlessly. Mm. I want to know what they eat. I, I would I would find that fascinating, but they're not going to do that kind of content. So there's actually no. Point. No. Ah, some tips for them though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't know what to do, then Prince William and Kate listen. Has got some advice for you. Yep, if they really want to become influencers. <laughs> So moving on to a very different YouTuber, Nico Omolana placed fifth in his bid to become London mayor, making him the largest independent candidate with almost 50,000 votes, which is insane and is more than like some elected MPs got in other areas of the country, Mm. which is insane because if Nico had been like trying to make, was making his bid in a different town, he could have succeeded and could be an MP somewhere. Yeah. But also, I feel like we've come full cycle because in our first episode, we were talking about (laughs) his election (laughs) bid and how even though it was kind of a little bit of a joke, it also should be taken seriously because he has such formidable power and he's just proven that by beating more serious candidates like uh, Lawrence Fox, thank God, um, and Jeremy Corbyn's brother. Yeah, Piers. Yeah, Piers. And you actually wrote a feature, no, a comment piece today, Jen, about that. Yes, I did. and Which was very good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was just pretty much kind of just talking about how, you know, we shouldn't really underestimate the power of, of YouTubers because they have such a loyal de- and dedicated audience who are going to, you know, re- find it easy to relate to them and their politics rather than, you know, some of the more mainstream and traditional politicians. Like, mm. I doubt... Uh, I know that they're still too young to vote, but like I could doubt a 16-year-old is going to look at someone like Sean Bailey or um, Satik Khan and be like, oh my God, yes, 100% agree with everything. I'm going to vote for him. You know what I mean? Whereas someone like Nico, for example, I'm not even going to lie, some of the things when his manifesto, I was like, okay. That's I- a bad manifesto. Yeah. yeah. There was a second when I was voting when I saw his name and I was like, should I? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I didn't, but maybe. Maybe I should have. Yeah, I mean... 
like I don't know there were some things on his manifesto that I was like I could have eas- if I was really young and like naive I could mm. easily be swayed by you know like the idea of making sure that McDonald's um, ice cream machines are fixed and sort of <laughs> like <laughs> these are important things these are things that like, people care about exactly, exactly. and like freezing and the river Thames exactly Wait, what, what, was the re- what was the reason for that I don't know <laughs> to prove we can or <laughs> to stop people from falling in then burn it like but then how, do, how does the can clipper you just get fall by? on it and just there'll be like flashing people on the <laughs> yeah that just yeah I don't know I don't know how that would work but I just think it's really really interesting because I do think we're going to start to see more and more like YouTubers or even people on other platforms sort of taking like these stances in politics quite seriously and it'll be yeah. interesting to see how far they will actually go because I reckon if Nico was actually really dedicated and serious and like announced his candidacy like you know way more like way in advance we probably would have seen a different outcome yeah mm. I think the more people get disillusioned with like other politicians and other parties yeah the more success these kind of people are going to have yeah Yeah. Well, I mean, we've already seen like celebrities, particularly in America, holding office. I mean, obviously Mm. Donald Trump, but also um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Wasn't Ronald Reagan like a former actor? actor. Like Caitlyn Jenner's trying. Caitlyn Jenner's now trying as we speak. So I don't think, and obviously influencers are like a form of celebrities now. So it's not like Mm. such, I don't know, it's almost a natural progression for some of them to start thinking actually I might as well try and use this power in politics yeah so I think I feel like Nico's started a little bit of a trend I think in coming years we're going to see more more influencers trying their luck at politics and eventually maybe not like soon but eventually it could work one of them could be elected in like 20 years time we might be you know Lydia Millen might be the (laughs) prime minister of the UK we like we just don't know Oh my if you God. guys had to make one, though, if you had to make one influencer the prime minister, who would you go for? Oh, well, that's a really good question. It's um, pretty hard. You want someone who's kind, but also dedicated mm. and not 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 a twat. I think yeah, yeah. Like the... I feel like anyone who does like really clickbaity videos, I feel like that quality wouldn't translate well mm. maybe jack, jack harry's at least he would care about the environment you know the guy who was yeah. uh, oh, the, yeah. the climate change person if nothing else he would sort that out i think i would choose candace brathwaite but i don't think she'd mm. want to do it but i think she'd be sick at it she she's very like sort of honest and like confident and sort of like okay well you know direct that's the word um and I feel like in politics you, you sort of need that that person like we can't be having people who are indecisive or like yeah no wish-washy people yeah so I think for me I'd pick her or Chunks Chunks would be lovely he'd be so sweet mm. what about you Chloe I don't know I asked this question and don't have an answer for it <laughs> like I just I feel like somebody I feel like a YouTuber is probably the best bet. I don't know why. I feel mm. like they have the best communication skills. And mm. I don't know why that is. They do. They do. But that's what being a prime minister is. It's basically mm. being able, just being a really good public speaker. Not necessarily yeah. even, because you've got all your advisors, you've got all your other MPs around you who help make you 
like help you make decisions yeah but it's not necessarily you want someone who's able to make good decisions and also who is charismatic and is able to like capture the attention of the world like who yeah. do we want represent in the uk as well at like the un <laughs> like we've got to think about that as well because i mean personally currently quite ashamed that boris johnson is the person who the world thinks we've all like voted in and love yeah yeah um but I just when it comes to YouTube, like UK YouTubers, I can't think of someone that I would seriously want as my prime minister. Yeah, I think yeah. it's maybe, maybe it's because I watch a lot of like playful, like you know, pranksters and like I love Nico, but I would not want him as my prime minister. <laughs> maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a prankster. You know, we go to the UN, we make an impression, we make everyone laugh, <laughs> uh, and then you just like That'd put in nice. whoopee cushions like <laughs> under everyone's. <laughs> and just like film it like guys I just put whoopee cushions under who's <laughs> I under Joe Biden's chair that's yeah. good reaction See, that's the thing though that's what's great about like if a YouTuber were to actually be you know in sort of in the government or government official is sort of that content that they would have that no one else on YouTube would actually like have um, for like the next four or five years. And I think a lot of people would just tap into that from such a vast sort of audience. Like I personally would love to see on day to day what a mayor does. Like I think it would be great. Yeah, yeah that's true. Cause in my mind, a mayor is like, like where I live at home, the mayor is just someone who wears like, I don't know. Like chains. <laughs> cool. the they chain wear like chains, not chains, like, like gold. They just, yeah and they just oh, with the little hats and- yeah and like that's all they do and I know the mayor of London is different to that but I don't really know I don't know really what he does yeah exactly does. yeah well I don't think that Nico's gonna rule out trying again who knows whether oh we God, want yeah. it or not he could end up maybe one day being the ruler of us all I think if a YouTuber became prime minister we'd find out if they were aliens they'd tell us <laughs> they would they'd be so transparent they, they would be, be. like listen we are torturing people in this country you didn't know about it now you do and i'm gonna stop it yeah that's true i'd love that (laughs) great content on instagram we asked you guys to submit some of your favorite influences um for this week's like subscribe block so our final three candidates are melissa's wardrobe molly may and rachel Ammer. So, Lucinda, I'm going to start with you. Out of the three I've just listed, mm. who are you likely to like? Yay! Subscribe or block. So I thought really hard about this and I actually have no ill feelings towards any of these candidates at all. Mm-hmm. So I just want to put that out there in case feelings get hurt. This is purely down to the, the kind of content that I prefer to watch. Yeah. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to block Molly May. Ooh. Um, I know. Controversial. 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 She's the nation's favorite influencer. No one does it like Molly May. I have nothing against Molly May. I think just her, what she talks about just isn't the things that I'm into personally Mm. as a person and as a woman. And that's fine. But also if, if I had to pick out of these three people, like one of their content that I would block and I I never see again, it would be hers and I would be fine with it and I could happily live without like seeing her again. That sounds mean and that wasn't my intention. <laughs> um, 
it's not like you're like I will die if I see her again yeah no no, it's just I won't die if I don't see her again that's kind of what I mean so anyway going on to subscribe person I would subscribe to would probably be Rachel Armour just because she's a food blogger and you know I really do I do like her recipes they are really creative um and I do like plant-based recipes as well as someone who doesn't eat meat so I appreciate that however I will acknowledge that since she's obviously had a baby um and hasn't been posting a lot of content recently but she has got a new cookbook coming out so maybe I feel like that's gonna signifying her return to yeah and she posted a YouTube video I watched it today there we go so I feel like she's starting to come back a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so again, because I like food, I'm going with her, I'm subscribing to her. Uh, um, and then person I would like would be Melissa's wardrobe because she just seems nice. <laughs> again, <laughs> she's not the sort of That's fair enough. Just not the sort of person I would follow. But if I had to compare like her style versus Molly Mays, I think I prefer hers. That's it. Yeah. Strictly business, nothing personal. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Chloe? So, for like the same reasons, again, but like a different person, I'm going to have to block Rachel Armour just because Ooh. I don't I don't look at food content like ever. I can't cook. I have no interest <laughs> really in like learning to cook. I just like, I've, I've been doing HelloFresh. I feel like a genius whenever I make something from that. That's as far as I'm going to go. Um, but, you know, I'm really happy for her that she does food content and, you know, live your best life, Rachel. Um, for like, I'm going to like Melissa's wardrobe as well. Only because she doesn't do YouTube, or as far as I'm aware, she doesn't do YouTube. But her content is always, like, a ridiculously high standard. Yeah. Like, there are so few people who I think wear that kind of fashion content on Instagram, where, like, everything is just always, like, impeccable. Yeah, and there are no flaws for that. The only people I can think of like that are like Melissa's wardrobe and um, Victoria McGrath, and I feel like they have a similar kind of vibe to their content, and that's why I'm going to like her content. But I'm going to subscribe to Molly May because she is my guilty pleasure YouTuber, and I just think her life with Tommy is really sweet, and I can't relate to her life like at all. Like I watched a video earlier where she was talking about having her composite bonding removed. And she was like, I really love my Apple Watch at the moment. I did buy a new Rolex last week, but I currently like my Apple Watch. <laughs> I was like, oh, Molly, what a relatable issue. Mm. Um, and then also she had this like um, Dior like, um, vanity case thing. And she this is my current favorite. She's like, I do like the Louis Vuitton one Tommy bought me, but I currently use it as a camera stand. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Level of luxury. I just love it. But I just think she's really sweet. And I, I feel bad for her because I feel like people often pin her as being like, because she's like the ultimate like Love Islander. And yeah. like all the issues people have with Love Islanders, I feel like they pin on her. And I don't think it's really fair on her because I don't think she's like as representative with the issues of like Love Islander influencers as some of the others are. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to subscribe to Molly May. She doesn't need my subscribe, but she has it. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you Jen this is actually very hard for me but uh, okay I'm gonna block Molly May but I I'm actually subscribed to Molly May but I'm gonna block her <laughs> in, in this case um just because yeah I don't have a reason I actually love Molly May I think she's like the ultimate influencer I love watching her vlogs um there's just something about them that 
I don't know. It's just kind of like calming and sort of mm. like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it appeals to me. Um, and then I'm going to, oh, this is hard. Mm, okay. I'm going to subscribe to Rachel um, Armour because I like um, watching food content on YouTube. And I actually quite like her, her um, cooking tutorials and vlogs and stuff. And I think she's actually a really, really good food YouTuber. I kind of like how she tries to embrace that whole professional with like, you know, having the little mic and like the camera and stuff, but she's not too like pretentious with, you know, everything like I think Gaz Oakley is. Like, I think he's too pretentious and I don't like it. Um, and then I'm going to like Melissa's wardrobe just because, because I would actually subscribe to her, but I'm going to like her because I also think she has an influence like no other. Like she'll put on her story a dress that she bought from Zara and within hours it's sold out on Zara because everyone wants that dress. And I feel like in order for you to be able to have such an impact, you your influence must be crazy. Like it's definitely like up there. And she's done that continuously with loads of products. So yeah, I'm going to like Melissa, subscribe to Rachel and block Molly May. Excellent. I love that it's like such a balanced yeah. sort of like... And good on Melissa. She got continuously good scores throughout all of that. Yeah. Like, like, like all round. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess I guess Molly May is is blocked. Yes, she's yeah. been outvoted, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, Molly May. But everyone in real life does still like her. That's yeah. important to note. Exactly. She has millions of other subscribers to keep her company. Exactly. Mm. Including my mum, so exactly that's so sweet it's so random as well i don't know why she follows her no one doesn't even watch youtube like that but she subscribed to molly may there you go that's really sweet sweet. and then our ultimate the winner is i guess rachel lama even though she got blocked once yeah i'm not really sure who wins here i feel like melissa wins Mm. i feel like melissa Melissa would win hmm yeah because we all like her Yeah. yeah Well done, Melissa. Okay, so actually, well done, Melissa. Yeah, Melissa, you're the winner. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) This is going to change her life radically. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more news, thoughts and insights from the influencer space. But until then, don't forget to like, subscribe and follow us for more on Instagram at underscore easily influence and at Cork Studio. See you soon.